What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality. Just want to say thanks for tuning in to this episode. I uh, want to let you all know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast directories and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 61st edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, and I'm here with my co-host, Matthew White, and we are here to bring to you all things sports. Matthew, how is everything going with you? It's pretty good, Jeremy. How's everything going with you? Perfect. Going going well. Are you enjoying this uh, spring-like weather? Oh, it's mostly good. It's mostly good. Mostly good. Uh, I assume the allergies. the the allergies, the seasonal Terrible. allergies. Terrible. I th- I think it's already hitting me. Also, uh, my eyes are very itchy right now, and it was very windy yesterday. Very so windy. Um, you know the uh, pollen could have been flying around, and I think that's why my eyes are itchy. But other than that, I'm doing well. You're doing well. How ecstatic are you to do this week's episode? pretty happy i guess you know they're always good perfect that's that's good to hear i am very ecstatic because of the big news that happened with the washington wizards Uh we will get into that but also the start of major league baseball Mm. (laughs) okay you're not you're not happy about that all right i guess we got a a long season It, it is a long season but uh you're not happy about baseball? It's a clown question, bro. Like, not? I mean, it's okay. Like, I'll, I'll be happy if we go to some games or something like that, but... True, 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 true. I don't really care about baseball being back on TV. Wow, wow, wow. I, I kind of... I, I understand what you're saying, but we're going to get into that. NBA news, NFL news, even some NHL. This is the first time in a long time we're going to talk about the four major sports in the United States. All of them. And in one single episode, we'll also get into our Chumping Champ of the Week, our Sports Free Zone. We'll unfortunately have to talk about Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, and other things in the Sports Free Zone. And also our Reddit Topic of the Week. Just give a teaser for your Reddit Topic of the Week. Uh, my Reddit Topic of the Week is something that it's kind of about. Uh, ter- terribleness in the NBA. Okay. That's a very unique uh, way of phrasing it. Terribleness in the NBA. Mine is also within the NBA, and it's talking about a specific feat in a basketball game or accomplishment in a basketball game and the history of it recently. So uh, we will get into that for our Reddit topic of the week. Just to remind you all, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, everywhere, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course our hosting platform, Anchor. All of those platforms you can find us. Just search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Subscribe. 
even leave a comment and a review to help us grow on the charts it's now our hurry up offense and we were talking about the start of the major league baseball season you're you're kind of indifferent on it i am uh, i mean it's just another sport to follow so I, i'm you know i'm cool with it weather is getting warm we do have to schedule a baseball game to go to mm-hmm. uh, hopefully it's a good one that we'll be able to go to the nats are now one and three or two and three after a three-game series with the new york mets and a two-game series with the philadelphia phillies in game one against the philadelphia phillies of mm-hmm. course the highly anticipated game matchup between the nationals and bryce harper bryce harper's first return to washington dc early in the season uh-huh let, let me just say this nats fans were anticipating this so much that the way nats fans were talking on local sports talk radio and on you know local blogs it's almost like the home opener wasn't even against the mets last thursday it was like nah tuesday was that was the the warm-up that was the (laughs) warm-up so i honestly thought the first series was in new york the way fans were talking it was until opening day i'm like oh they're actually playing here in dc uh so we move on to tuesday night's game Bryce Harper is the third, I think Bat's third in the lineup. He is facing the ace, Max Scherzer, who in first two games of the year is playing phenomenal as usual. You know, this is, he's probably on track for a third consecutive Cy Young. That's always a good thing. Yes, so he's playing well, and he strikes out Bryce Harper. People go crazy. The the stadium goes crazy. And before that, I want to go back. It was a rain delay. Remember Tuesday night? It was raining. Mm -hmm. Rain delay for about 45 minutes. So the game starts about 7.50. And before the the, uh, game starts, they play a video tribute to Bryce Harper. And fans are booing (laughs) during the tribute. I like it. (laughs) And I'm just like, you know what? We said for how many? We've been doing this podcast. They were trying to pay him. We okay, so before we even did this podcast, when this was a radio show and we were on the radio show, how much were we saying the Nationals were going to have to pay him to make sure that he stays in Washington? Four hundred million dollars. Perfect. And yes, some of you are gonna say that is ridiculous, but that is what you probably were gonna have to give him to stay. That's fine. And then not only that, we find out that the offer that they actually gave him, we spoke about it last week. Not going to get into it. It just was nowhere near what what he actually was going to get in real money with the Philadelphia Phillies. Terrible. Philadelphia Phillies also have a good young team. I guess I don't know anything a, about them. A decent manager. They're within the division, so he's playing a lot of the same pitchers and, and players. So you know, there's familiarity. Why not play in Philly? Anyways, whatever. Fans are booing him. Big uh, booze. I like it. He gets to the plate. They're booing him. He strikes out. Max gets him. And I love that Max got him. You know, because even though I like Bryce Harper, I mean, he is an, oppo- an opponent. He's a Philly. And, yeah, we can. I I wasn't booing. I don't. I didn't want to boo him if I went. And I, I didn't go. But uh, I wouldn't have booed him. I actually would have just been like, yo, he, he made a business decision. And now he's out of here. And now he's an opponent, but I'm not going to boo him because he left. Bro, if they try to give me some whack-ass contract, I'm, I'm leaving. 
what? I might not go to Philly, but I'm definitely like leaving the area. And that's what Bryce Harper did. Makes sense. It sucks, I guess, but they also were not trying to really give him the $400 million that he needed to stay here. Or even like a 350 or 375 like Number one, you got to make him the highest paid player, right? Or one of In them. In the league. You know, obviously Mike Trout took over that. But anyways, he strikes out, I think, again in his second at-bat with against Max Scherzer. So mm-hmm. Max is doing his thing. But, of course, the Washington Nationals have no run support for Max Scherzer. I don't think they get their first hit until, like, the fourth or fifth inning. Uh, the pitcher for the Phillies was on fire. Mm-hmm. And then in the eighth inning, Bryce Harper hits like a 400 like 50 or 60 foot home run to cap off the victory it lands on the beltway perfect now Na- uh phillies win eight to two and then the nationals needed a fluke like eighth inning to occur no sorry it was the ninth inning where bases had to get loaded and they went off of a bases loaded walk so a walk off walk to beat the Phillies. So now they have a two and three record. They are currently playing against the New York Mets. The Mets, it's their opening day right now. The, the Nats are they're struggling so far. I understand it's only five games in, but it's looking like some of the same issues. We have a good starting staff, but the bullpen is trash and we can't so score. So we're having the same issues that We've had, even with Bryce Harper, so it's going to be a very interesting season. I know we spoke about it kind of off-air about how the Nationals might actually be okay this year because they ended up getting some good free agents. But unfortunately, there's a lot of injuries. Trey Turner got hurt on Tuesday night. Matt Adams got hurt on Tuesday night. Uh, Howie Kendricks, I'm not sure if he's playing right now for the Mets or against the Mets, but he, he was battling an injury. Michael Taylor. So it's going to be interesting to see how things go along for the rest of the way. But at the moment, the Nationals are up 1-0, bottom of the fifth, with two outs in New York against the Mets. Also, let's move to the NHL okay, and talk about Alexander Ovechkin. Still in the area. 50 goals this season. Six consecutive years? I don't know how many consecutive years, but it's his eighth season of having 50 goals or more that's a lot and he's also the third oldest player to score 50 goals in a season so he's having a great year i'm gonna ask you this question is alexander ovechkin in the last 35 years okay the best dmv sports professional athlete (sighs) the last 35 35 years I mean, it has to be him, honestly, if we're just being real, just off of longevity. Like, they may have been some, like, better, like, seasons individually or some, like, bigger stars, kind of. But, like, nah, Ovechkin has been dominant for, like, a long period of time, and he's not out here. Like, he hasn't done anything too crazy. As far as I know, I don't know because I don't watch that much like hockey, so I can't really say for certain. But you know, other DMV legends have had like injuries derail like their like uh-huh. long greatness or mm-hmm. like guns in the locker room or <laughs> stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Ovechkin is he be on the he be in the rink getting it done like he 
not too many off the field problems. Like Ove- Ovechkin is definitely on the DMV Sports Mount Rushmore. Oh, absolutely, has to be. It's him. I'm not gonna even come up with the other three right now because that that we could save that, that might for take another. For forever. We could save that yeah. for another day. But Oof. are you putting is, Kevin Durant on there? We don't even need to talk about this like at all because like some people look hold on, the hold on. look That's that Jeremy is giving right now is saying that Kevin Durant is gonna get disrespected. So we need to just have that as just a whole like little segment later. All maybe right, next man. week. Maybe you know when the playoffs start. Who knows? The playoffs start next week. No. Like a week out, I can't okay. remember. It's like two weeks. But anyways, Jeremy's about to my my like question was about DMV professional sports athletes that play okay. in the DMV. Okay, so I misunderstood the question. So, a so bit. Kevin Durant would excluded. not yeah would not fall in line. Had he been in the area, Jeremy probably would not hate him so much. Probably, I don't know if he's acting like the hoe that he is. Then he like then I don't know. Can't I may change still. himself, dog. Perfect. You're right about that. Can't change who you are. But anyways, back to Ovechkin. To me, in the last 35 years, uh, he is the best DMV sports professional athlete. And honestly, why not even or. Might not even be close. Honestly, he probably needs to be of all time. I don't know. Because, I mean, who? It's no Redskins that were crazy. Like I mean, Sammy Redskins. Ball, but that was in an era That's where, like, black ago. people couldn't even play football yeah, for nah. the Ra- Washington Redskins. That's not good. Sonny Jurgensen was good, never won a Super Bowl. Joel Theismann won a Super Bowl, was done the next year. When it comes to the Wizards, we're talking about Wes Unseld. Uh, Elvin Hayes. Now those two guys. That's more than thirty-five years, all right. That's more than thirty-five years. Yeah. But uh, Wes Unseld and and Elvin Hayes. Those guys, when they played, were considered like they were great. The greats in their day. Unseld was amazing. And I want to say both of them are on the NBA fifty greatest players. The first or at least, list, yeah. Or at least Elvin Hayes is. I think. West I think Unseld both. Is, yeah. Both are. I think he is. He was a dominant rebounder, force in the paint. My my reason for Alexander Ovechkin is really just because of longevity. Yeah. Th- being longevity just playing the sport, longevity of being dominant in the sport. Yeah. And of course winning a title here. It helps. And being the MVP helps. winning the title. All that helps. So I, that's where that's where I put Alexander Ovechkin. Yo, this is the longest we've spoken about hockey, hockey in a ever, while. Ever. In, in a the while. History of hockey on this show we are almost 15 minutes into this podcast and we haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes do you like that saying that's that's a decent saying i just mostly because i like meat and potatoes you you are also a very good uh what do you think i was about to say preparer of meats or something ridiculous because that's what you do Perfect. You, you know me well, but anyways, <laughs> I, I, was, I was going to give you a compliment because, you know, obviously you are one of the two founders of Eat the City oh, BC no, and cooking. you all cook, you know, shout out to Candice, who, who is your other found co-founder of Eat the City DC. So, you know, you're, you're, you're good with the, you're good with the meats. Hey, look, Jeremy, you've not said anything but the truth. Perfect. Let's move on to the NCAA basketball tournament. How many of the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 games did you watch, Matthew? That's a clown question, bro. I saw all uh, both of the Duke games. Uh-huh. Virginia Tech and Michigan State. I saw, what else did I see? I saw a little bit of Texas Tech play. Yes. 
Did Tennessee play any in the Sweet 16? Yes, they played against Purdue. I saw they that got game. Screwed. I saw. Okay, it happened at the end. Yes, I saw when my man was lighting up with the three pointers. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the dude? Just like he has a weird release, but he was lighting it up. Uh huh. And the dude that has the Przingis haircut was like, you know, getting some buckets also at Big Man U. Yeah. But those are really the only games I saw. I didn't see any of the LSU games. And I kind of wanted to see their center play, but I don't know. Yeah, LSU lost in the Sweet 16 to Michigan State. Yeah. Tennessee lost to Purdue. Mm-hmm. Under mysterious circumstances, yep, I just yep. heard. Uh, Gonzaga, and, I, and look, I'm not, about to rehash, I'm not about to rehash the entire thing, to be honest. Gonzaga in the Elite Eight lost to Texas Tech. Yeah, that sounds right. Auburn beat North Carolina in the Sweet 16. I saw a little bit, very small bit of that game. And then they beat, who did they beat in the, Auburn beat Kentucky in the Elite Eight. Charles Barkley losing his mind. Yep, yep, yep. Now, Virginia Tech lost to Duke Mm. on, look, that was a well-designed play. That oop. The oop. That was Should have been a bounce pass. What? I mean, like. I don't know if the oop is in their like repertoire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and one thing I think of the the young man that did not throw down the oop, I think this is what happened right before the play. Uh-huh. The time was adjusted from 0.6 seconds to a whole second. He thought he had to run. And it. I think he probably never realized, or no one reminded him, or they didn't say, "Hey, it's a whole second." So he's trying to rush the finish. And so, yeah, and that's when you look at it, it's like he goes up there to get to it. And he, it's like he doesn't even grab it all the way. He touches it and tries to guide it in. And he had enough time to actually throw it down. But anyways, the big matchup, though, or the two big matchups of the weekend, UVA defeated Purdue in an overtime Didn't classic. It was a good one? Let's just say the young guard from Purdue had 41 points. Oh, my most, man was going off. Most threes Ooh. since in a NCAA tournament game since Steph Curry. Because they have Davidson. a good backcourt, right? Yes. Yeah. And then they do have the dude that looks like Porzingis. Or, <laughs> or uh, what's the dude from uh, uh, um, Rocky? The Russian from true. Rocky. True. Yes. yes. Ivan Drago. <laughs> Perfect. Bruh. Yes. Yeah. He does look at. It's the face and that haircut. Mm-hmm. Like Dolph Lundgren. So yes, oh you know his real name. That's his dog. Come on, don't play with me. That's a that's a movie from my like heyday of looking at movies. Hey, I feel you. I feel you. But it's the original young dog. Now, now I think it's very disrespectful that I can't even remember this young man's name. You know, you're disrespectful. But uh, he had like forty one points. Oh no, who? I'm I'm looking up the name right for, now for Purdue. Oh no, I, I I'm trying to find his name. But yeah, 41 points, but that game goes overtime. Virginia advances to the final four. Virginia has to win. Like they they I think, you know, if I had to pick somebody right now, you know, does Virginia play Auburn next? Virginia. And you know what? Can I be real honest with you all? To me this this tournament has not been exciting. Oh my Duke's out, dog. I don't and care about this no more. Since it hasn't been exciting, I honestly don't even know who's playing who. I just know there are four teams that are there. This is terrible, Jeremy. <laughs> that is how bad. Extremely. It is. And and because it's because it's uh so bad, like I'm just not really looking. I'm not looking forward to to it. Like this Saturday, I will not be 
tuned in for the final four if i happen to be home and the final four is on all right yeah i'll obviously look at it but it is not appointment viewing for me <laughs> you're not putting it in the calendar it's it, i'm not i'm not putting it in the calendar uh this this is how this is how crazy it is i'm, I'm still trying to figure out who's who's playing is it is this good for is this good for the podcast like b minus b minus for the b minus <laughs> but anyways four teams in the final four michigan state's going up against texas tech and then virginia is going up against auburn that's what but, i don't want to have happen but before i i still want to go back uh, let's rewind i know we're all over the place but let's rewind duke michigan state that was a good game it was a good game but rj barrett Oh, he be uh, he messing. Oh, it's because he's Canadian. And shout out to—I don't like to give shout outs to like big, huge media personalities because why do they need the shout out? Like, they don't. But Bomani Jones on his podcast, he 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 called it a Carlton moment. <laughs> now, why are you laughing? Explain the Carlton <laughs> moment. Like, I don't know what the Carlton moment is, but like that's just a funny term. Oh, you, know you don't what know what the Carlton moment? What is. happened? Do you remember Fresh Prince? Yeah. And his dance? Not. Nah, okay. When uh Will and Carlton were on the basketball team uh, and Carlton got jealous. He was tired of Zion going off the whole all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and Will and Carlton are fighting for the ball and Carlton okay. gets it and throws it just like wherever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> RJ Barrett was out here gunning. And Zion Williamson played well. Yeah. But he just did not get enough touches, no. man. Did not get enough touches. He can't I don't think he could get enough touches in a college basketball game. Perfect. Like, that may be the true. ball to him forty times. It doesn't matter. Like you probably need to give him to the 40, 41 times. Yeah, whatever. One more? Okay. <laughs> Two more maybe. <laughs> but anyways, he, he didn't get enough touches. Zion just hit a big three with about like a minute and change. Does that change the way you think about him? Him hitting those threes against Michigan State. Oh. He was definitely hitting some threes in oh. a big game. He has changed my mind since game one against <laughs> Kentucky. Remember, that was the big thing that I said. I don't know if he can shoot. Yeah, it, it doesn't look the best, but he he be hitting them sometimes. And uh, remember, they had the Canadian tour. Mm-hmm. Oh, the disrespect tour, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> Eighteen. And I said, okay, so he's shooting, but the talent isn't up Canadian. to par. And um, when he played against Kentucky in game one, I'm like, okay, no, this dude can shoot. He can shoot enough he in the NBA. He can play basketball. <laughs> like, he can shoot enough. And obviously in the NBA, I think he needs to get better at it, but he, he should get better. He should get better. Yeah. You know, he is only 18. It's going to get better. And it's not like you can't just leave him there. You know what I'm saying? Like Draymond Green, you can just leave him somewhere because he's not about to be out there shooting threes at like a I think I type of rate. I think at this point, Zion Williamson is a better shooter than Draymond Green. Yeah, I mean, ever is that's or was not, or is right now. That's not really like a big stretch though. But a lot of people love. I mean, how many people you seen in 2K jacking with Draymond Green behind the three point line? You yeah, know, you shouldn't probably do that too much. Like that's not a big part of his game. He can but hit them. But that's because but everyone like, thinks he can shoot. But anyways, uh, he's not a big time shooter. We do got to give credit to uh, Coach Izzo though. Oh yeah, because he, he did a good job. Done. He was getting it done. He got he got it done for the team. This is only a second victory over Coach K. He is two and tw- two and eleven. S- 
taking a lot of L's. A lot of L's. <laughs> so yes, but um, I think Zion, Zion Williams, he's the man. RJ Barrett is still good. He's still probably going to be get a, drafted a top three. five pick. He's still there. But I, he was gunning a lot, a lot. And then it came down to the situation. He drew a foul late in the game, down by two, misses the first free throw. So the plan is to miss the second one, try and get the rebound to tie the game. Doinks it off the back of the rim, and it actually goes in. I knew it was going in. Like, once he missed the first one, I was like, oh, he's making a second one. And then the Spartans decided to, you know, they ran a great play. Tyus Jones, or is it Tyus or Tyler Jones? Whatever. Whatever. One of the Jones brothers. He was sick after he let his man beat him. Going through it. And there was a great play. Uh, They did um, arranged a play where they had a streaker just going to the to the basket they were on the opposite end of the floor and duke was not able to foul at the end of the game so duke is no longer in it and like i said i don't really care about this tournament and usually i am not like this usually i criticize people who say oh the big names aren't in the tournament i'm not watching because you i'm a huge sports fan you're a huge sports fan it's the final four it's appointment viewing but i'm gonna be honest i'll reiterate like i said earlier i am in no like it's not a big deal. It's not a guarantee that I'm going to watch these games. Well, the first matchup, though, Saturday, Virginia, Auburn. Who do you think is going to win that? Virginia, I think. But I'm also very not sure. Auburn is very athletic. Very athletic. And Virginia is a defensive team, and that's where I'm scared because <laughs> their offense struggles can go through some stretches they can lose to the 16th seed you think <laughs> you're, you're right about that they, they can they can be a number one seed like they are and they can be a 16th they can lose to a 16th seed Perfect. shout out to umbc the golden retrievers yes they are but you're still going with uh you said you're going with who uh virginia okay yeah i think uh charles barkley He's going to be happy. He'll be dancing on to Monday night because Auburn's going to beat Virginia. And then the other matchup, Michigan State, Texas Tech. No, Michigan State, right? I'm going Michigan State also. Good coach, good players, consistent play all year. Not that Texas Tech hasn't been consistent, but excuse me, there's a reason why. Well, there's a reason why Michigan State's a two seed and Texas Tech is a three seed. So that's where I think it's going. Now, uh, Monday night championship game. By the way, are we are we going to go anywhere and and and, and watch this? We're it's not going to champion go, game. We're not going to go to. It Tommy, depends who it is. We're not going to go to Tommy Joe's because of what happened last there. year. Oh my god, we're not going to go. They so, didn't have uh, the game. More. We could we could <laughs> we could discuss this off air, but we should probably think about maybe watching it some somewhere i'm not sure but anyways your two your two teams were virginia michigan state i have auburn michigan state who you think is gonna win the title michigan state okay i think so i am also going with michigan state michigan state's gonna defeat auburn and then unfortunately charles barkley will be another close but no cigar just like he's used to it just like the rest of his and our career to be honest other college news. Did He's you... dominant at like having a pre and post game show, though. The best. 
right about that you are a hundred percent right about that now other college basketball news before we move on to the nba did you hear about john calipari no john calipari or the university of kentucky okay granted ucla permission to talk to john calipari about what about their new position Hey, coach, is that the position? Uh-huh. Oh. And do you know uh, what came out of it? What, what happened? UCLA was offering him a six-year, $48 million contract. And Seems a little low. <laughs> Seems a little low because I think he's getting like $9 million I know. I'm like, right now. Like and, 10 a year. <laughs> um, I think he's, yeah, he's getting like $9 million right now. I they must have forgot, dog. What? So, you know what he did? He went back to, uh, he went back to Kentucky and he got a new contract, which will include a 10 year deal as Kentucky's head coach. Plus the opportunity to serve as a paid ambassador after his retirement. Let him become a super fan. A.K.A. Lifetime head coach. Yeah. For how much? I don't have the figures right here. Right now. If it's now. 10 year coaching contract, it should be pro- like at the minimum $90 million. <laughs> yes. Um, but it should be approaching $100 million. So. Not only that. He really used UCLA to just make even more money. Their bogus offer. <laughs> he said, you know, there's other schools over they there. Want, man, look, <laughs> it's UCLA. They got tradition, a whole bunch of, like, their colors are kind of nice. It's in LA. It's nice. I mean, it's in LA, but let's be yeah. brutally honest about LA UCLA. Suck. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought we, I thought we were going in a different direction. Let's be brutally honest about UCLA. Basketball. What have they done since John Wooden? Russell Westbrook? Triple double machine? I mean, true. And Big Kevin Lowe? <laughs> oh my I mean, God. We like Lonzo Ball. We do. That's true. But anyways, but yeah, they, they haven't done, they haven't done too much in the like the winning department. They've done some like player development stuff. But Kentucky is more prestigious than UCLA, and at one point UCLA was the more prestigious school. Definitely, just and, like and the Tar so, Heels and like how they're not like yeah, like UCLA is now not mm-hmm. a blue blood mm-hmm. in basketball. No, no, no. UCLA is more like a we got to hope to get some of these California kids be- to stay a, home. A beast, a B list school. <laughs> yeah, it's still. A powerhouse, but it's on the B list. It's not, it's not Duke, not Kentucky, not North Carolina, Kansas. It's unfortunately the next level. But anyways, so he was able to use that deal that <laughs> or that offer to then strike strike a lifetime deal with it's Kentucky. He Shout got out. the Bobby Bonilla deal. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, he was probably on the phone for so. What did you like? How did you do that? <laughs> it's like, what did you ask for? So shout out to. John Calipari, the head coach of the That's crazy. Kentucky Wildcats. Lifetime head coach. And he has learned the system of getting these one and duns and just saying, yeah, Hey, look, you want to get to the pros? We will give you this money right now. <laughs> but like you can get some more later. There's obviously some other news that's gonna come out later about this college basketball scandal, so make sure you all stay tuned for that. Uh when the news comes in the next couple days or weeks. Let's now move on to the NBA and talk about the Washington Wizards firing Ernie Grunfeld. Took a while. Perfect. 
I am ecstatic. I've been saying that word ecstatic a lot. I'm elated. I'm in jubilee. I'm in bliss. Father Stretch My Hand Part 1 has been playing on repeat. All the good songs. Since the firing of Ernie Grunfeld. Ernie Grunfeld was the longest tenured general manager in the NBA. 16 years. It's a long time. There have been no teams in the NBA that had a general manager as long as 16 years. Think about that. Even the great warriors haven't had their general manager for this long. It's too long. And you want to hit, go through some of the highlights of Ernie Grunfeld? Second round exits in the playoffs sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> or an occasion. So let's give the highlights. Drafted John Wall, one number number one overall. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal, number three overall. Otto Porter, number three overall. Kelly Oubre, let's give him. Let's give him. Kelly Oubre's been, been hooping. Sixteenth overall, and that's, that's what you're good. supposed to do with the sixteenth pick. Now let's get to the problems. Let's get to the failures. Passed on Steph Curry. A lot of people did. A lot of people did, but passed on Steph Curry when you needed a guard, and you okay. decided to trade that pick to Minnesota to get Michael Fo- Michael uh Mil- Mike Miller and Randy Foy. That's not a good. That's not a good look. It's not a good look. Jan Vesely with the sixth pick. It's a bad, bad pick. I was on the train heavy, too. Chris Singleton in the second round. That's bad. Yeah. That's not good. You don't want that. Who else did he draft that was bad? Uh, Uh, Ron Grizzard. Grizzard the Wizard. Who? Exactly, dog. Terrible. Oh, remember Aaron White? Mm -mm. He was drafted in the second round. And so many bad players. He was supposed to be playing. This dude is not even playing basketball anymore. Remember Peter Peter Ramos? Peter yeah. John Ramos? Yep. Seven foot three. Yep. Yep. Didn't play a I I don't think he played a game in the NBA. He played or he played like in one. Charlotte. I remember I remember he st- no, Atlanta. I remember he set foot on the court one time. Jeez. Other things, he signed Gilbert Arenas to a max contract immediately after Gilbert tore his ACL. Let's get it. Let's get it. Not even like a two-year deal with a team option. Nah, dog. Max deal. Let's max him out right now. He'll come back better than ever. Guns blazing. Andre Blatch. Whew. Now, don't get me wrong. He would be great right now. <laughs> Andre Blatch would be eating in today's NBA. Perfect. Don't get me wrong. I have some ties to him. <laughs> That's your man's. And he's uh, about to come see you. You like talk. You, he knows you like talk trash. I am elated for him personally. I remember when he got that deal. He cashed out. But for the Washington Wizards and the salary cap. Bank robber. That was not good. Bank robber. <laughs> the Otto Porter deal. It's bad. We knew what Otto Porter was with this team. You have Bradley Beal. You have John Wall. The way they shoot. You're not going to have a Mm-mm. third high-volume shooter. shooter. So you cannot be paying the third best player on your team or sometimes fourth best best player on your team $26 million a year. Of that's, course, he was able... to Ian Mahimi money. <laughs> Another one. Jan Mahimi. Another bad contract. It's terrible. That we're still dealing with that we're going into the fourth year. 
the whole run of the contract yes. the Wizards got. Yes. Except for like, maybe the last year. It was a four-year, $64 million. That is a lot. That is he a probably lot. will not be traded until probably the trade, trade deadline, deadline next yeah. year. Now, Ernie Grunfeld, this is what he was famous for. He was famous for making messes and then kind of cleaning them up. I guess. If you say so. Like, almost like spilling juice on the floor. And it's not an original analogy. Shout out to my man Harold Laws. But I'm going I'm to I'm change it up a little bit. I'm going to modify it. Yeah, I'm trying to modify it. It's like spilling Kool-Aid. You know how sticky Kool-Aid is when it hits the floor? Pretty sticky. Spilling Kool-Aid on the floor, but only cleaning it up with water and a paper towel. You need to use some Clorox. Gotta get in there. You need to use some cleaning products. He's not trying to do that, though. And that was what Ernie Grunfeld was known for. Making a mess with the team. Fixing it up in a way. And yeah, we might make the playoffs. So Ted Leonsis will keep him on, you know, staff. But I think Ted is fed up right now. He was traded. Last night, I went to the Wizards game against the Bulls. And I spoke to someone very close to the Washington Wizards. And when I say very close to the Washington Wizards, they are not just a season. They're not a season ticket holder, nor do they work in concession or parking or sales. I'm talking about someone who travels with the team everywhere. And they told me this has been a bad time with Ernie Grunfeld. And uh, they're they're, they're interesting. I'm not going to say they're happy, but they're interested in seeing how this franchise goes with a new general manager so that is from someone who works or who even worked for ernie grunfeld so wizards organization there we're gonna see how things go other news in the nba your boy russell westbrook went off for the first crazy game listen to this stat and before i say the stat this has not happened since Will Chamberlain. So you know, you already know what type of wildness is about to like ensue when you hear that. So, <clears throat> I think I think when we do uh, our top fifty greatest players in, you know, later this year again, when we come mm-hmm. up with the two point oh. Dun, dun, dun. I think we're we're, we're going to have to really discuss Will Chamberlain again, even though I had him high. I mean, Will Chamberlain. It just depends on like. Your take of like him and the league and whatever, he was ridiculous. And currently, right now, like twenty-two-year-old Will Chamberlain, if you just drop him in the NBA right now, would be so problematic for just like everyone that had to deal with him. Perfect. Like everybody, Embiid, Demarcus, like uh, Giannis, like whoever you think you could just put on him. Like, he would eat them alive. Will Chamberlain can easily play the the four and the five in today's NBA with his athleticism. Yeah, it wouldn't Like, matter. he can guard a four and a five. He can run, he can run out to the three-point line. And if, it, and if it's just an okay small forward, he can guard a small forward. Definitely. At seven foot, whatever, 280 pounds. Are you going to ask me how do we know we weren't even alive when nope. they played? Um, the dude was really good at track. He has records for track. And volleyball as a 40-year-old. At 7 feet tall. Yeah. No, that look like it's cool or whatever. Like, he didn't 
play at the best times, but like it's just it's kind of the same thing with LeBron James. If you drop LeBron James in any era of basketball, Michael Jordan in any era of basketball, Kobe Bryant, like some people would just get it done at an extremely high level. You know what I'm saying? And Will Chamberlain, I think, is one of those people. All right. Well, before we 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 went on a tangent, but we were talking about Russell Westbrook. Oh, going bananas! Russell Westbrook <clears throat> against your Los Angeles Lakers. Of course, it was. Who else would it have been against? Had a 20, 20, 20 game. Yeah, twenty plus points, twenty plus rebounds, twenty plus assists. First time since Will Chamberlain did it. Now, how impressive is that? Like, like how? Like, is this going to be a game that? Our kids, when they go on Google, or no, not even Google, just when they watch sports, is this going to be the game 30 years from now that the commentator is going to be like, oh, this is reminiscent of Russell Westbrook's 2020 game? Yeah, probably. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot. He did a whole bunch. Now, did you see it? I saw zero parts of this. I didn't watch the game either, mm. and it was a national televised game too. And I it was it was on TNT. Okay, never mind. I saw a rebound, maybe. <laughs> Russell had ten assists in the first quarter. That's pretty good. That's a good start. That's pretty good. That's if you're trying to have this type of game, like you're gonna have to have some quarters where you get ten of a stack. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Other NBA news: Steph Curry has contacts. Yeah, he's and his, apparently been blind. Yes. And Steph Curry has come out and said, yeah, his vision has been getting progressively worse since he started playing in the NBA. Okay. And um, he decided, no, I really need to get contacts. Steph Curry is saying this. He just got contacts, what, last week? Very Not a long period of time. He said he's already shooting better than... Actually, no, it wasn't last week. He's had contacts now for, I think, 10 games. Okay. He said he's shooting better already. And that's, you know, that's exactly what the rest of the NBA is trying to hear right now. And <laughs> sarcasm. And uh, in the last 10 games, he's shooting over 50% for, from three. I have noticed that he has been taking a lot of three-pointers lately, hitting a lot of three-pointers. So we know, obviously, he's been part of the 50-40-90 club. Very, very prestigious club. Who are some of the people who are in this club? Reggie Miller, Steve Nash a, a couple, couple times. times. I think Mark Price. Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk. Uh, may, maybe Peja. Peja might have been one of the people that missed it by like a percentage point or so. It's a, it's a list of those players too that missed it by like upper, that are in like 50, 39, 90 club or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but, uh, Talking about the 50-40-90 club, for those that don't know, 50% from the field. Shooting at least 50% from the field, 40% from three-point, and 90% from the free-throw line. Someone that you have forgotten, who's not getting a buzz for being part of the 50-40-90 club, Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. Just because he is not like any of the other people that are on the list. Now, of course, he's injured right now, so mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be officially part he still of the will club, be able but he to should because he's played enough games should this have year. attempts and minimums. Uh-huh. So uh, he's part of that. But my question for you, with Steph Curry getting better vision, do you think he'll be able to make it at least to a 50-50-90 club? That's a lot. But, I mean, I don't see why not. Like, sure. 
He just has to shoot a little bit better. Man. <laughs> just a little bit. My thing is, like you said, this is not a good sign for the rest of the league. Oh, no. Going in the playoffs? No, this is terrible. That, that he actually was struggling with vision? That means his, like, touch shooting long, long jumpers and around the basket. Everything should just get better. It should get better. But that just shows how great he was. That yeah. he just knows, I'm this far from the basket. I just need to do this. Yeah, it's going to go in. want to talk to you about your Los Angeles Lakers real quick. Le- okay. LeBron James shut down for the rest of the season. I thought playoff mode was activated. Perfect. <laughs> what do you mean? Or should I drop this sound effect? They're both bad. This is just a terrible time for Lakers organization. Just everything. So, uh... Yeah, man, it's just... It's terrible. I mean, you did say they might not make the playoffs. They shouldn't have made the playoffs. But, like, they should have done a better job with LeBron James' first year in L.A. Realistically. I was the one that said he was... uh, They were going to be a three seed. You were wilding. They were going to win 50 games. Jeremy was clearly, clearly crazy. Smoking a good, like, something. Perfect. I don't know. You must... JaVale McGee was the Lakers' starting center. For the entire season. Don't be rude. Like, you can't go anywhere with that. Like, what are you going to do with JaVale McGee being your... JaVale McGee start d- defending Carl Anthony Towns? That's, like, come on. Like, who is he going to defend, like, realistically? Step back. Yeah. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Jokic. <laughs> who, he, he, he's not putting the straps on none of these guys. Put some respect on my name. But, uh... Yeah, so the Lakers, they're just... That it's it's done. I mean, it's we knew it was done. Obviously, when they were eliminated from the playoffs, but now that LeBron James is not there, it's officially official. I don't know. He is watching, like he saw that Russell Westbrook game, like at home on the, with the clicker, <laughs> drinking some wine, probably. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, man. It's terrible. Oh, man. Yeah. I guess we could talk about it next week because we might it'll, it'll be relevant next week. Power ranking. Let's get into the power ranking. Okay. From number five to number one, who are your top five teams? Okay, so number five, I have the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Number four, I have the Houston Rockets. Number three, I have the Utah Jazz, who are 11-1 and one in their last 12 games. I have the Golden State Warriors at number two and the Bucks at number one. But it's a very shaky number one for the Bucks. It's not, it's not like it has been in the weeks past, just because Giannis hurt his ankle. And there's six games left, and, you know, that's just not the best right now for them as a team. At number five, I have the Utah Jazz. They're on this hot Ball. streak that you that you mentioned. At number four, I am going with the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, the reason why I have them at number four Definitely is shaky. that, you know, they have the injuries. Lots of injuries. And they are going to end the season with the best record in the NBA yeah. already. That's already cemented, but... Very shaky. The, the injury situation. Malcolm mm-hmm. Brogdon, the cl- the earliest he can make it is probably late first round of a playoff matchup. Miritich is hurt. Second uh, second round of the playoffs. Miritich is hurt. Mm-hmm. He's, Giannis, he's done for the season, right? I'm not sure about Miritich. I'm not sure about Miritich, but... Giannis is battling the sprained ankle. Mm-hmm. That's never what you want. You don't want to hear that late in the year because no. that could just nag. So I have them at number four. Mm-hmm. Number three, I have the Denver Nuggets. And the Denver Nuggets, why I have them here, 
even though they were only like a, well now they're two games behind the 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 Golden State Warriors. Mm. The last two matchups against the Warriors, they've got washed. Oh. No, yeah, they then it was like almost 40 or 35 or something. Yeah, they got washed. Yeah. And uh it's the war it's Steph Curry can see. And Kevin Durant got ejected early for being, you know, doing his whole activity stuff that he does, like where he just complains about randomness. Perfect. But uh yeah, so I do have the Nuggets at number three. Number two, Houston Rockets. I still have they're up there. They've been playing very, very well. And then number one, the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors are getting hot at the very right time to get hot. And yes, I still predict that in the playoffs and the finals, the Golden State Warriors, just because it's year three, they're going for the three-peat, and it's actually now three, four, five straight years of going deep into the playoffs. Yes, they're going to have a couple seven-game series, I think. I don't know. I think they're going to have... I just don't know. Western Conference Finals is going to be seven games. Who are they going to play in the Western Conference Finals? Houston, or well, hold on. What's where's Houston in in a, in a standing right third now? Third or fourth? Houston still, I think. If it's third, I, or I'm about to tell you, right if now. it's third, then obviously they'll meet in the second. I mean, in the in the in the conference round, conference championship. They're third, they're third. You can meet in the conference championship too. Who's two? <clears throat> Denver. Mm. I mean, they could beat Denver. Denver just doesn't have the experience, so they could. Be Denver's done. very young. Like they should blow Denver out of the waters. If they match up against the Rockets, that could be a seven-game series. The and Rockets and I think like OKC, like they could give them like problems as far as like a a prolonged series. The the what is it, the Trailblazers? Nah, they're done. Nah, like Jokic is out. That's Didn't what McCollum saying. come back yet? Not the last game that I saw. Last time I saw was Lillard and Cantor. Like, that was... And Evan Turner's, like, been hooping. <laughs> but the Clippers can't do anything to them. Like, I just don't think they have enough players. And the Spurs, same thing. Like, it's only two teams out west. I think it'll be, like... It'll be challenging for them. But those other teams, like, they're not about to play in the first round. Unless OKC continues to lose. <laughs> Which, you know... I guess that... No, nah, there, there's no way. I I just believe that two of the series that Golden State is going to have is going to go seven games, and yeah. it could potentially let's say it's the Bucks that play in the finals. Could be or the Seventy Sixers because be. even though I don't have the Seventy Sixers in my top five, they're a difficult out. They are, and even Celtics, even the Raptors. Like I won't be surprised if the finals they go seven, seven games. games. I hope so. That'll be entertaining for me. Yeah, no, that's it'll be cool for me. Maybe Kevin Durant will get upset, get asked the questions like over and over. <laughs> I like it. Let's quickly get into the NFL. Your boy Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. He wants a new contract. He's on the last year of his four-year, eighty-four million dollars that he signed, and he wants a new contract. And word on the street is. He wants like Aaron Rodgers money, so he does, wants he, what he should, what he deserves. Perfect. I was just about to ask you: <laughs> he Does he deserve to be paid that much? How many Super Bowls Aaron Rodgers got? He has one. How many Super Bowls Russell Wilson got? He has one. Okay. How many Super Bowl appearances does Russell uh, Aaron Rodgers have? One. One. How many Super Bowl appearances does Russell Wilson have? 
two, right? Two. Which was that? Wasn't there a Super Bowl that was one yard away from? Oh, he should have two. Now <laughs> he should Russell have threw two. the interception, but he they, shouldn't have been throwing the ball. Somebody also. told him to throw the ball. <laughs> Not only that, I I think Wilson is looking at these contracts like Garoppolo. Oh, cash! Like out. he's not even the highest paid in his division. Yeah, Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford. Ooh, it's some bums. Uh, Matt Ryan. It's some bums. You know he's uh, only making like twenty one million. That would put him at like how much is Kirk 12? Cousins making? Twenty seven. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he should definitely probably... Like, the NFL quarterback thing is just so weird. Based on Aaron Rodgers' contract that extension that he signed mm-hmm. last year, Aaron Rodgers' annual average value of... I think it was 30... 33. So, yeah, I do believe Russell Wilson... Should be asking for a lot of money. About 33, 34, even yeah. 35, to be honest. And and a lot of people don't want to hear this, but Russell Wilson is one of the elite quarterbacks in the NBA. I mean, NFL. NFL. For sure. It is Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Russell Will- um To be honest, Russell Wilson is better than Drew Brees at this moment of his career. I mean, yeah. Then Drew Brees, and on the back end of the elite, Cam, I, Cam Newton is up there also. Should be. Yeah. And on the back end... <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger. And none of those guys. Ben Roethlisberger is not as good as Russell Wilson. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, Aaron Rodgers got paid. He should he should be able to get paid. Uh, Robert Quinn going to my Dallas Cowboys. Are you excited? You, I'll be even more excited if the Cowboys could somehow come to an agreement with Demarcus Lawrence. So you can have Robert Quinn and Demarcus Lawrence so on that defensive line. now you're being line. greedy. Of course I'm being greedy. That's yeah. what we need. That's, like, that's what we need both of them. <laughs> so we need both of them to uh to to really because our pass our run defense is great. Pass defense is okay. But the pass defense would get even better with with, both with a pass rush. You need that. <laughs> because quarterbacks historically I've had plenty of time to throw the ball against the Dallas Cowboys. And I think when you have actual pass rushers, and unfortunately, Randy Gregory looks like he's about to be suspended again, even though the Cowboys stupidly extended him for another year. I don't know what that means. but uh, So we're going to see how that goes. But I, I am cool with Robert Quinn. But we really need to have Robert Quinn and Demarcus Lawrence. Also... Before we move on, the AAF, the Alliance of American Football. It's back popping, right? No, it is being suspended before the playoffs even start. The league has folded, or technically hasn't folded, because folded means like it's not existing anymore. It still exists, they just don't play football. (laughs) It's suspended operations. They basically said they didn't have enough money to now finish off the regular season and the playoffs. Look. How How many weeks is it in, though? I think it's the eighth. Okay. Look, it's not good. I had good hopes for this league. I will gladly, I will proudly say I was wrong. I thought they had a good model. But apparently, from what they're saying, reports are saying that they just had costs that they did not expect come up. So they went into. I would like to hear, like, what those costs were. 
Like, probably if they ever you, make that, like... Probably using, like, large... Okay, some of the teams played in large facilities. Yeah. Like, large stadiums. Like, the San Diego team played in the old... Well, Qualcomm, but I forgot what they call it now. Yeah. Where the Chargers played. The Atlanta team plays in uh, where the old the old Brave Stadium... It's a big stadium. It's a big stadium that's not gonna not gonna look good. Some of the other teams play in other large stadiums. Now, I think another thing is so you weren't in the fans to fill it up, so it wasn't looking good. Here's a problem that they also had. No fantasy. <laughs> exactly. No fantasy sports. Huge problem. Here's another one. And I just had a blank. Oh, here it is. This was another issue that the AAF had. Their games on Saturday and Sunday. The first game on Saturday would be at like 4. And it'll end about 6.45. Maybe 7. They weren't, there weren't too many games that pushed 3 hours. Because that was the good thing about the AAF. The games weren't as long. But let's say it ended at 7. You know the next game wasn't starting until 8. Okay. So you have an hour now of nothing. Fans just viewers just stop like they went and watched something else. No, no, you gotta keep them rolling in. And that was both on Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Also, the first week the games were actually on CBS. Like the first two games were on CBS. Since then, they've been on CBS Sports Network, mm. Bleacher Report, which is online. You gotta go online to watch it. And NFL Network. These are all things that. Okay. Bleacher Report. You got to go online. But it's not a television mm-hmm. station. CBS Sports Radio. I mean CBS Sports Network. Is not in every home that has cable. Yeah. Same thing with the NFL Network. Everybody don't get that. So they were on networks where people just didn't have access to. Everyone has access to CBS. Mm-hmm. And then of course the big thing. I think they rushed this league. Because they knew that the XFL was coming out next year. And I I must admit this also. I thought the AAF coming out this year was going to actually hurt the XFL. Look at now. Surprise. The XFL might actually made the best move by taking their time. Taking their time and planning this out. And now the XFL can talk to insiders of the AAF or the, you know, sources and say, "Hey, what were the issues you all had?" And let's... What happened? Yes. <laughs> what happened? So, remember earlier in the year, they had to get the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes to basically million. fund the remainder of the year. And now, it couldn't even couldn't even fund that. So, man, AAF short-lived. But they did introduce something to the NFL. They tried to fight back. They, they tried it. They, they were trying to do the, uh, like the onside kick. Did they, did they propose that? I think they proposed it to like that's like get rid of it completely right yeah i can't oh how do we forget this because we recorded early last week mm-hmm. we didn't even get this in last week the nfl has now made pass interference oh review reviewable we didn't even talk about that today man terrible but i don't that's all i want to say terrible about about that you're making a judgment call now reviewable like out of bounds is not a judgment call Mm-mm. catching is not a judgment call nope now you're making a judgment call reviewable seems a lot 
so yeah that's a terrible rule but uh we'll, we'll give you more insight in next week's podcast about the onside kick rule but we kind of discussed it last week uh, but i can't remember if it went into effect but so mm-hmm. when we do more research we'll talk about we'll it we'll get back to you guys next week it's now time for our champ and chump of the week every week we celebrate those who do well and we criticize those who do not starting with you matt who is your champ of the week my champ of the week hold on one second my champ of the week is i got two of them for you this week and it's like they're, these two people are going to be tied together for like the rest of their career, but it's just it's coming to like an end their first season. So it's uh, Troy, Trey Young, Luka Doncic. Baby, wanna chill. Like just a couple stats about Trey Young. Trey Young has the second most 30 point 10 assist games for a rookie in the history of the NBA. Wow. Luka Doncic. His season averages are going to end up being at the minimum 20 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, and the only person to ever have numbers like that their rookie year. Do you want to take a guess? Uh, It's a very easy guess. uh, uh, Michael Jordan? Oscar Robinson. Oh, okay. The only one. Okay. And, you know, they were traded for each other. Like, Atlanta looking like they're... Might come out ahead of this trade a little bit just because yeah. they got an extra first rounder, but uh-huh. both of them are, you know, they got what they wanted, a superstar caliber type player. My champ of the week is Philadelphia Phillies outfielder Bryce Harper. Baby, Not only did he come back to D.C. and face these whack Nationals fans. He came in, this is like when Snoop Dogg kicked over the towers in New York. Perfect. Same thing. He might have had a two strikeouts early, but then he got three hits after that, and one of them being a 450 plus monster home run. Bryce Harper is my chump of the week. Who is your? I mean, champ of the week. Who is your chump of the week? Oh, my chump of the week. Hold on. This was the hard one. Who did I have for the chump of the week? It's Bryce Harper related. Bryce. Oh, these national fans are terrible. What? How are they booing him? This is ridiculous. Like, you got this. This is the time. I don't. I don't. I don't vote for booing the organization too much, just because like the organization is like a big. It's a unit. It's not like just one person. This is one of the times. It is one hundred percent okay for the fans. They should have been booing the Nationals yesterday. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like they tried to give my man some money that he thought he that he worked harder than you know money he couldn't touch until he was nearly 80 years old what are you gonna do with that what are you gonna that's not even the bobby bonilla deal you at least got to give him that before you try to like you know what we'll give you like two million dollars for the rest of your life every year okay maybe but like you can't i don't know the nationals just uh and the fan i already hate most washington area sports fans just because nobody's from here already Perfect. and you can kind of definitely tell that with the baseball fans, I guess, uh-huh. even more so. But I don't know; it's just ridiculous. This shouldn't uh, national fans terrible. My chump of the week goes to Duke University head coach, Coach Mike Shashitsky, aka Coach K. Out here, look. I would have given it to R.J. Barrett for just jacking so many of these games. But you know what? I mean, so many of these shots during the Elite Eight game against Michigan State. But you know what? How am I going to criticize an 18-year-old that's still learning basketball? The college game is really built around the coaches. And Coach K did not 
coach a good game. He was also outcoached by the opposing coach, Tom Izzo. Coach K is in his late what mid mid seventies. He's up there. I'm not saying it's time for him to retire. I'm not going to say all of that. But for this game, he was outcoached. He did not do well. Coach K is my chump of the week. Because you're a chump. Let's now get into our sports-free zone. One of the most anticipated segments of this podcast. Don't know if that's a good or bad sign for us as sports podcast hosts. I think it's still good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but you know, it's still probably good. Unfortunately, like we got to start this off with uh, what happened with uh, with some sad news. Rapper Grammy-nominated rapper Nipsey Hussle from L.A. was gunned down outside of his own business. Nipsey Hussle owned pretty much the shopping center, bought the shopping center and opened up all black businesses there or there. Uh, yeah, all black businesses there. He had his own clothing store that was there. Mm-hmm. He was shot outside by a gentleman by the name of I can't remember his name. Witnesses are saying that he was shot over a verbal dispute. Witnesses are saying that Nipsey, when he saw the guy pretty much was like yo you need to get out of here because you're a snitch i don't want to be around you the guy got in his feelings went back to his car or wherever mm. pulled out a firearm shot nipsey twice and shot two others and then went back to basically end it with the kill shots nipsey was shot five or six times so. there's video surveillance of this from the, the store from us from the store like and the shopping center in the shopping center and then another shopping center another store like across the street it's a lot of ca- a lot of cameras and then you know there was a lot of chaos nipsey did not have a lot a did not have security with him and that is something that a lot of people are asking well where was the security we'll get into that a little later but uh nipsey i mean he is gonna be missed i and i'm gonna be yeah. honest with you all i stay this he's going to be missed not just because of his music because as much as i listen to hip-hop i'm not going to say i'm going to be i'm a hip-hop like kind of like i'm not going to say i'm a hip-hop expert but i listen to enough of it to know what's going on in Mm hip-hop and i'll be honest i knew about nipsey first because of his community activism I didn't even know about Nipsey as a rapper. rapper. The first time I heard about Nipsey was several years ago. And he was talking about real estate that he was trying to get. And also that uh, other businesses he was trying to start. He started STEM programs. Aftercare. uh, Other aftercare programs. Babysitting programs. Started a whole bunch of stuff. Feeding the homeless. Feeding those who needed just food. Financial literacy. Yes. Lots of good stuff. Did all of that and that's how i knew him i'm gonna be honest i've never heard a nipsey hustle song in my life he has some good music too and that's what i've heard maybe when i have the free time i'll listen to it definitely it's definitely good but i've never heard a nipsey hustle song and that shows how great he was as a person that a well-known rapper like transcends his like his normal career you hear about him from some like stuff that he like just good in the community that yeah. yeah and this was i mean this wasn't like this wasn't like a no-name rapper oh Nip- no he Nip- was grammys <laughs> yeah nipsey is okay if i gotta compare him it's kind of like wale where uh, okay hear, hear me out on the wale i'm gonna hear you 
And I'm saying Wale because of just how connected he was to his city. Like the now, area. now Wale has some other issues here in DC <laughs> that, and some personal issues among us. We've had some run-ins with him. <laughs> but just the fact that he. No, actually, that was probably a bad analogy. He's probably he's better than Wale. Because like, Nipsey is like beloved, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like Wale, like I, I I hear where you're going with like you know he's like from the area or whatever, like he's homegrown kind of. But and people like, outside are kind of like they they may not they might not know like the whole of his like exactly catalog, and that's whatever. the same thing with I say Wale. Like people from DC would know. Yeah, he has a song with Lady Gaga, and he has some ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, overall, yeah. like to be honest, you know, middle of America, if you're not black or a hip hop head, you're not gonna know who Nipsey Hussle was. Not but, for rapping, maybe. Yeah, ex- and that's the point. He was known for all his other things that he did. Did a lot of good. And, and that he's really going to be missed, not just by his family and his friends, but his community, because there are a lot of people that he employed. Yeah. He yeah. had a whole block of businesses. In Crenshaw. Like, yeah. Or off Crenshaw. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, ge- the geography of, yeah. of the area. But he but had a, off you of know, Crenshaw. He started a lot of businesses. Now, I I don't even want to address this part of it, but you know the conspiracy theories came out. They always do. And I've heard some wild ones. And of course, the most popular one is talking about this Dr. Sebi or Sebi. I don't know the pronunciation, so I'm not purposely... Still a little bit up in the air about that I'm not purposely disrespecting him by mispronouncing his name. This doctor, he he passed away 2016. See now, well, that's just a whole other thing. I don't know about passed away. It's the that, term that I would use. A lot of people are saying that he was murdered. There we go. By the government. There we go. Some people. I mean, he passed away. He's no longer here. Not alive. But Doctor Sebi had basically his 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 lifestyle that he was trying to promote mm-hmm. for healthier living. He claimed that he had the cure for AIDS, cancer, diabetes. And just other illnesses. Lots of lots of afflictions. Um, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, aka Left Eye, died under mysterious circumstances. Do you think it was mysterious? <sighs> not me. Not me personally. Not hers. I don't think so. I, but I also don't know too much about it. I, I mean, it, she was in a, a car cr- accident. Car accident. I don't know. My, I don't even want to get too deep into Left Eye, but. Yes, she was the only person that died, but that sometimes happens in a car accident. I don't Definitely know. I don't. Sometimes. I don't know how you could stage. Might have not had her seatbelt on. You know. I don't know how thing. you could stage a car accident to kill one person in the car. You could just stage a car accident, and just you know, hope for the best. If you don't get them that time, you might you know do it again. But anyway, so Doctor Sebi has allegedly been in a, been associated with Lisa Left Eye. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, John Travolta, and he was he was seeked out. He lived in Honduras, yeah, Honduras, and Nipsey was working on a documentary with mm-hmm. Nick Cannon and others. And is it was the documentary just about Doctor Sebi, or was he like one of the? I think I, from what I gather, or was it was a, just about healthy living? I think that. The, it was about the doctor. Okay, you know what I'm saying, and 
the kind of the trial and him beating the trial a couple times? Yes, because Dr. Sebi was tried in Honduras for... Uh, Talk about the New York trial. Oh, there was a New York trial? Oh, see, I'm not... Okay, see, that's... Yes, you're right. Yeah. I just heard something. So, yeah, there was a trial in New York. Do you know anything about the... The trial well, in New on York trial was, four. It was his claims that he had, like, cured these diseases. Okay, all right. And he, he won both of the trials. Okay. And then, of course, he got arrested in Honduras, mm. and they were saying because he had large sums of cash when they approached or he was stopped in large sums of ta- cash it was suspicious he gets arrested he gets jailed he gets out he dies all of uh, suddenly so all of that it's a lot going on around him yes yeah for sure let me just put this out here unfortunately nipsey was gunned down by a gang member that he had a relationship an issue with, with a relationship yeah. and an issue with a lot of people don't want to hear me say that. They already think I'm not woke. I already think I'm I'm a clown for even saying that. It's, I mean, that's probably what happened, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a giant conspiracy guy. Like, huge. Almost any conspiracy you could think of, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? I believe it probably could have happened. This does... It doesn't, like... This doesn't seem like a conspiracy. This just seems like classic it, hater. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And you know, but I, I've been close. I've been told I, I'm I am sleep. I am sleepwalking. I've been told that I am a clown for even like how is this not about Doctor Sebi? You know, people I mean, are talking about look out for Nick Cannon. Make sure no one comes after him. They can't look. I I think Nick Cannon is going to be 100 percent fine. But look, we. I don't know. Now I want to go back to Nipsey real quick. Nipsey has been talking about black empowerment financial uh stability financial wealth generational wealth mm. owning things for a long time it's important jay-z spoke about it in 444 jay-z bought nipsey hustle had a mixtape that came out that cost a thousand dollars yes jay-z bought 10 of them or uh-huh. 100 or something wild like yes. that you know what i'm saying like they were you know that's the same like mold kind of just yes. different like time period so I'm going to throw this question out there for all the conspiracy theorists out there. How come ain't no one going for Jay-Z? I mean... Jay-Z's a by far more powerful. They Did he not write about Dr. Sebi, though? That's what they're going to say to you. Oh, so it's just about Dr. Sebi. Oh, as far as the conspiracy stuff, yeah. <laughs> not, like, not not trying to bring black people to oh, success. Because nah, nah, that's nah. always... They, nobody, you know. nobody care about... Oh, okay, wait a minute. All right, hold on. That is a thing look, for sure, but it, it's different. It's different. It's, it's different. Diff- it's different. But Jay Z, just four forty four, just a couple tracks off uh-huh. of that. People know like story of OJ. Yeah, um, like way more stuff. One more. Uh, what's the other? Um, um, yes, yeah. But that's Jay Z yeah. with that album. So like, got a lot more plays than anything Nipsey's done. So like, and reached more people way more people why, why aren't why why aren't people trying to go at jay-z like you're talking about people like government wise yeah why like, in the government or, okay. or the man so look let me quote unquote the man i wouldn't go after jay-z if i was the government you know what I'm saying? Uh, like the people that i think that the government has gone after have been people like martin luther king uh, and malcolm x uh black panthers and like people like that yeah people that are a little bit fred more, hampton stuff like that a little bit more I want to say like structured in the people that they bring together. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay Z will put out like a message or whatever, and you know like P 
people that listen to Jay-Z are going to hear this message. You know what I'm saying? People that know, that weren't necessarily listening to Malcolm X's and Martin Luther King's messages, like, they still had to hear it and see it and deal with it just because they would amass such like a group of people that were like, this is who we believe in now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think people believe in Jay-Z the way that people believe in the figures that were assassinated or killed by the government. Perfect. That's the only thing that I think is different. No, and you make a great you know point. And that's something I didn't really think of. I, I was think, just more thinking on the popularity I, side that oh no, in the reach in the reach side that Jay Z Jay Z's reaches and popularity is, is tremendous. It's through the roof. But I don't think that he wants like he does things I think a little I don't want to say quietly just because like Jay Z don't really can't really do anything quietly anymore. But uh -huh. it's just like he don't he doesn't put out like um a, a we're trying to like advance the people message that much you know what i'm uh, saying like jay-z when you think it like jay-z like that's a new jay-z that's, and a, that's, that's true a, that's a new jay-z after i got married to beyonce and had kids jay-z exactly like for a long got, time jay-z was after after beyonce was about to divorce that's me. what i'm saying like for a while jay-z was I just lost like a whole bunch of keys in this bathroom because I had to flush it. I had to flush it down the toilet. Perfect. Like that was Jay Z. You make a great point on that, and I, I'll admit, I'll admit that. But I, I just want to say, man, we got, we got to look. I understand there are efforts of keeping black people down. I understand oh, that. Like there is systematic uh, the racism. System, the prison system. And then like, the prison that's a real system. Thing. You know, food deserts in our neighborhood, low property value, redlining, education. It's a lot of things. Like you said, mass incarceration, uh, you have unemployment, to pay child bias. support when you're in jail. And you get out of jail, you still have to pay it, and you're still in trouble because you were in jail and you couldn't pay it. <laughs> so, it doesn't make any sense. So I understand all of that. And there, and there are things like the uh, Tuskegee. Um, uh -oh. experiment that's why black people don't like doctors you have uh what's the what's the young lady that they or at the time she was a young lady um and pretty much it was something with uh man was it her i can't remember but basically with her cells something with cells and uh, i can't remember mm. her name and honestly i'm a i'm a hear about i'm a figure it out later after the recording and be like i should have spoke about it but there's a there, there was at the time a young black woman that they did testing on and pretty much her single cell has something to do with that i can't not? remember but so whatever they took from her, mm -hmm. her body is actually helping millions of people right now oh, or good. they the research that they did on her but it ended up like killing, killing her. her i mean that's some yeah. you know that it's not surprising so yeah i understand all these things man but unfortunately like this was not one of them oh, and nah. we gotta stop pushing nah. this agenda as soon as something happens you know we already know what it is. Like, for example, this happened on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, six o'clock our time, three o'clock West Coast. Mm -hmm. By 6.30, people were talking about, oh, how come there was no surveillance running? How come There was. There was. Because yeah. they used, we, we figured it out two days later. How come they never saw anyone? They, you know, they just, you know, no one saw the car drive by. They did see it. Yeah. They just didn't release that information. Like, oh, how you come. You saw how long it took. Like. I, unfortunately like this i don't think I, when this was happening like i kind of remember like everything that was going on because like uh -huh. i saw it on twitter like yes. people were like talking like yo there's this video looks like nipsey got shot you know what i'm saying and like the videos were going around like the like it's a less credible search but it was like what is the the 
the media, like they're like on Fox or whatever. Uh huh. Like, um, what the fuck is it? But it's whatever, dog. You're hearing it from like streets everywhere. Or news from the streets. Everywhere. Com and, People were supposed like just yeah. everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it just slowly and slowly becomes like more real when like more news outlets are like just posting it and posting it. But it's just like it happened so fast. Like all those like obvious answers are, yeah, of course, yeah. That stuff was going on still. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't no conspiracy. People weren't like hiding this information from anybody. It was just happening super fast. Mm-hmm. Like my man, like a whole bunch of people got shot. He got shot and killed. Like people were going to the hospital. Ambulance. Like it was a lot going on just in that hour span. You know what I'm saying? Like people also said, well, where was the security detail? And to those who do not know or did not know of the way Nipsey rolled. And I'm not saying this cause I was, I'm a friend of his or anything. Mm-hmm. I know people who live in California who said they would just randomly see, see him all see Kev was walk. talking about that when he was in California. And exactly. Like he like that's where he's from. And Kev just moved to California yeah, last like, year and somehow was like, Oh, I'm always seeing Nipsey Hustle like just be around. See like these people places. And then I know someone who works within the Lakers organization. I know someone that works within the Lakers and the Clippers organization. And, he'll be at the and games, they say probably. he'll be at the games, but he'll be at the games by himself. I mean, and that's even, where he's from. And even after the games, he was just walking around with people. Like, taking the bus and train to go back home. But, yeah. And so, you know, everything, everyone's saying, oh, you know, it was a conspiracy. It wasn't a conspiracy. Like, he was just doing it. Like, he probably, it was probably like a normal, not, not a normal day, but like. I mean, he just went to work. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, he wasn't even doing too much. Yeah, but anyways. We spent a lot longer than I thought on this specific topic. But we, I do want to get through something real quick. Robert Mueller's report that dropped last week. Mueller has spoken out and said, um, by the way, that four page uh, summary mm-hmm. that the attorney general came out with is not scratching the surface. And he he didn't say it like assertively, but implied that, yeah, the American public probably needs to see this report so they can determine in its entirety. <laughs> yes. The 400 plus page report. Could you imagine somebody like was telling you how like greatest story was or whatever and they handed you like a four page report on it like that's not enough like, was it 400 or four yeah i think it was four i can't remember it was it's something ridiculous. several hundred pages it took two and a half years to do <laughs> like you you can't really i don't know if you can condense all that into four pages anyways was uh, it front and back <laughs> it's, it's single space <laughs> like how did they do that all i know is this after um, Mueller dropped what he said, your boy Donald Trump. You are fake news. He uh, he said that he is no longer closing the southern border. Okay. He says he's giving Mexico, quote, one year to oh. get their stuff in order to, before he makes a determination I on the southern border. I hate Donald Trump, dogs. Don't so be rude. Much. He's just an annoying bro. <laughs> and real quick um cardi b some controversy let's talk about it i do kind of want to talk about this a little bit oh jeez, we don't have enough jeremy look you might have to pull this one for next week then <laughs> we're gonna have to hold like, this one next i week. do kind of i know what you're about to say and i do kind of want to talk all about right that. since you really want to talk about this we cannot just rush through yeah, this no, one we might we, need to we talk gotta about talk that. about it next week because that one honestly like 
I think people are being a little bit ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even want to, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. So I do think people are being ridiculous about it, but I think it's certain I think it's a specific group of people and next week we will get into that specific group of people. Cool. And I also think there's another cool. group of people who have a legitimate gripe. So We'll get more into this. Yeah, no, we gotta. We probably gotta talk. About <laughs> we gotta this talk about this next week. Let's now get into our Reddit topic of the week. Every week we go on Reddit. We find an interesting discussion or chat or article, and we bring it here to the table and we discuss it here with you all. Starting with you, Matt. What is your Reddit topic of the week? Oh, <clears throat> uh, my Reddit topic is. Is from Xanderic Ellickson. It's a decent name. The this is the results are in for the least valuable player of the 2018-2019 NBA season. Perfect. You need like some like I'm gonna give you like the quick rundown. This is the players that did not log quite enough minutes to be in consideration. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> Markel Fultz, Jared Bayless, and these are a couple players that like. I think beforehand, like before the season, thought people thought you know they might be some of the trashiest players, but you know that didn't like really like happen. But they didn't have the best situations. Avery Bradley, okay, Austin Rivers, Markeith Morris, and Tyreek Evans, and mm. this is the bottom five least valuable players in the NBA. Uh huh. Are you ready? Do you want to take any? Hold on, be- before you said what about? Uh, Tyreek Evans in that group you said like Mark- that group was just like people kind of like they didn't think them they're they didn't think they're gonna be as bad as they were oh not as bad as they were okay yeah. all right. you know what yeah, I'm saying? whether sense. it be situations or like trades or whatever because I think all of these players have played for multiple teams this year yeah, other ma- than Tyreek Evans. yeah yeah that makes sense but this is the top five worst players Go as far five as to one five to one make it exciting Five to one. One of my most players that I just dislike this player so much, Andrew Wiggins, number five. Yeah. Just Perfect. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Andrew Wiggins, number five. Number four, Evan Turner. Just mm. like, mm, I don't know. Like, there's a, a giant, like, I, I recommend everybody go look at this list on Reddit. They're the, the, What's this? Ellickson? Erickson? <laughs> or whatever his name is, does a very detailed breakdown of all the things that go into making him this awful shooting numbers and poor advanced stats are just like some of the 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 big things that stand out. Number three, this player is terrible. And whew, number three and number two, I think I don't want to say they're tied, but they're like they're up, they're bad. Stanley Johnson at number three. Ooh. Jonathan Simmons. Yo, he had a. He was supposed to be like the next. Like he's supposed to be way better. Than is this. it? Is it simply because he's just no longer on the Spurs? I mean, it looks like that. Like he left. Spurs. Like this guy was the oh the guy who paid, he was the X factor paid, for the Spurs. He paid for a G League tryout mm-hmm. and he ended up making the team and then worked his way. Almost like instantly from the G League to the to the NBA team, man. So he's number two. You said number two. Both shoot under thirty nine percent from the field and under twenty nine percent from free throw or from threes. 
and both have a true shooter rating under 50%. All right, before you... uh, You got to guess. Who before, number, there's no way you can guess who number one is. Before you even get to um, number one, I, I want to... I, I, man. So, number one, I'm... I'm not sure who number one. Hold on, hold it's on. impossible to guess. Give me three chances for number one. Three Num- chances. I'll, it, it's a West Coast player. I'll even give you that. There's no way you're gonna get it. Like impossible. <laughs> All right. Three chances. Number one. Go ahead. Let me tell you who it is. Who is it? Number one, Solomon Hill. Oh, he's trash. Terrible. He is trash. On a big contract. <laughs> he is terrible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's the least effective player in the NBA. Mm. Wow. That's an interesting topic. I'm glad. And like you said, in the in the discussion, they break down each player, correct? Oh, very. very. Solomon Hill has four paragraphs of a breakdown. <laughs> No wonder Anthony Davis wants out of there. Yeah, I, look, if I had to play with Solomon Hill, I would be tight also. <laughs> Giving fans the middle fingers after games. You know how he gets down. So, uh, six years ago, that would yeah. make it 2013. 2012-2013 season. Lance Stevenson, all, a.k.a. Always Ready. What, is, that, is that his nickname? I don't know. I can't. I feel like that's... I think he that, dances a little bit now. Though. Lance dance on him, Stevenson. There we go. He led the NBA in triple doubles in 2012-13 What, yeah, like 16, 17? Yeah, just five triple doubles. Okay. You want to hear uh, the current leaders? For triple doubles? Absolutely. For triple doubles? You want to hear the people who have had five, at least five triple doubles this year? This season, absolutely. This season alone. At number eight, Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. With five, number seven, you know, you know about it because we spoke about it, but it's gonna throw many people off. Alfred Payton. Oh yeah, he probably six. Had like four of those in the last like two weeks. <laughs> number six, James Harden with seven. Number five, Luka Doncic with seven also. At number four, with eight triple doubles, your boy, LeBron James. LBJ. At number three with ten triple doubles, Ben Simmons. Yeah. At number two with twelve triple doubles, James Harden. I said that already. Oh no, no clue who this is. Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Okay. I don't know if I would have guessed that one. With number twelve, and obviously we know who number one is. Number one with like thirteen hundred. Pretty close. Thirty-one triple doubles. It's a lot of triple doubles. Russell Westbrook. And is he going to average a triple double? Yeah, he already in a row, thirty in a row, averaging a triple double already. I think something like catastrophic would have to happen for him, like that not to happen. Hmm. Wow, that so is the triple double still a big thing? Still a big thing if it's happening just like this. I think it is because you saw you you saw that list of names that you read off. Yes, most of those are all stars. Pretty except, good players, right? Except. Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton and Luca because he was just a rookie. Yeah, like, but all stars. Everyone else is that's a pretty good company to be in. And uh, James Harden and Giannis Antetokounmpo are in leading MVP in the race. MVP race. Mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic will be a top five in the MVP race. Should be. LeBron James 
if he wasn't like on the hurts. I oh, mean, you'd have more triple doubles than yeah. Not only that, I think he would be in the MVP race. Yeah, because the Lakers would have been better. <laughs> so, Russell Westbrook, let's be honest. I mean, he should be in MVP. I know Paul George has had a better year than he has. I guess. But MVP caliber player. He's already won an MVP. All the time. Like, he should be, he's got to be in, in, like, discussion every year now. So, yeah, man. Kind of. So, yeah, that's our Reddit topic of the week. Before we roll out of here, let's give some quick shout outs. Shout out to OSS 980, other side of Sports 980. I was actually on their most recent episode, had a quick cameo appearance. So not only go check me out, yeah, I'm um, bragging, but also go check out other side of Sports, OSS 980, Harold Laws, Aaron, Jeff, D. Also, shout out to Hand Down Man Down Podcast. I saw Danny last night at the gym. He was doing his thing. Shout out to Soggy Nachos, Barbershop Talk, Redskin Rundown, Shut Your Face, Eat the City DC, Ming Reynas, Doll Parts, uh, Trezzo Beach, The Sandbox, out here. Sharif, everybody, Tony listens, Tony. Shout out to Erica. I heard she listens to this too. But that's like half the what is it? The Tacoma Academy stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Erica. Is it Mr. Harry up here? LJ. Uh shout out to Warren Clay. Our uh, they're on they're on retainers for our services, Just both of them. For whenever we need them. Shout out to uh I haven't given them a shout out yet, man, but shout out to Donnie Bedney. Donnie used to come on the show when I had this as a radio show several years ago. We have to definitely get this man on a podcast episode, so we got to plan that out. Clay, we're still working the logistics to have it's you gonna on. Happen. And when Prepare I yourself. And when I say logistics, just our our, our calendar. Really, really, Matt and I just need to work our calendar out yeah. better. Um, but other than that, we're going to be having more guests coming on. Shout out to Curls and Sports, Erica Fernandez, Sports Talk, Tasha. Um... Man, there was someone else that I follow real quick. Karita Parks for Parks PR. A young black woman with her own public relations company. So shout out to her. Shout out to Locked on Wizards podcast, Working Title podcast. And if I forgot you all or if you want us to give us a shout out, make sure you just hit us up and say, hey, I listen to your podcast. Shout out to Miggy. Miguel, uh, Miggy, Mike, Al, Al from the gym. Derek Rose fan. Yeah, man. Al, this is how I'm going to know that you listen to this podcast. It because of this? This is how I know he's he, he listens to this podcast. If you listen to this podcast, I want you to give me a response to what I have to say. Derek Rose is garbage. He might respond to that even if he didn't listen to this though. So if <laughs> Al does not respond to me, does not respond to me within the next week, I know he didn't listen to this podcast. There we go. So Al, man, Derek Rose is some garbage. We got to talk about this. You got to stop hyping up this dude. That's some, that that he, that he's that he's garbage. Sure, we're gonna right. be hating again. Yep, yep, yep. All right, y'all. Anything else before we roll out? I think we got it. Hey, what to watch? We haven't we haven't done what to watch lately, but make sure you all watch this documentary on HBO called The Inventor. I think it's called The Inventor. Out for Blood in Silicon Valley or something about blood in Silicon Valley. I like it. 
make sure you go watch that. Maybe if you watch it sometime this week, we will uh, talk about, talk it, about next it next week. week during our sports free zone where we're gonna actually talk about Cardi B. Also, <laughs> just want to remind you all: make sure you subscribe to this podcast by going on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Anchor. Make sure you go on any of you can go on any of those platforms, find our podcast, search for the Sports Reality Podcast, subscribe, and even leave us a review. Until next time, everyone, Sports Reality. Peace. Zuzi on the track.